Welcome humans to the Better Human Podcast. We're going to do a Better Human Stories segment. These are short anecdotes about a famous figure that you can learn from, both positive and negative, ideally. We're going to take a short anecdote from their life and try to understand maybe what they were thinking, why they acted that way, or maybe how that behavior coincides with the famous quote they have or how they accomplished what they accomplished, etc. I'm your host, Colin Stuckert, uh, founder of Better Human Podcast Network and WildFoods.co, and I will help you become a better human by challenging you, giving you ideas, motivating you, inspiring you, whatever. Whatever you need, I'm hoping to give you a bit, I'm hoping to give you a small dose of that on a regular basis. Each show is eight, 10 minutes. We got a daily show going. I also got a Bitcoin Basics podcast coming out if you're interested in Bitcoin, which you should be because it's the future and you're a Bitcoiner or a pre-coiner and you just don't know it yet. Bitcoinwillsaveus.com. But the way to get all the updates, the best place is over at Colin.coach. You get the Better Human newsletter every week. That'll get all the shows to everything I'm doing. And you can kind of pick and choose what you like. I also throw in some original pieces of content in there and some writing and I share some tweets and other things. So you'll definitely want to get that every single week. We already have 16,000 people on that email list and it's growing every day. So today we're talking about Steve Jobs, a very enigmatic figure. Some love him, some hate him. Most people revere him or appreciate him in some way. And he was definitely a complex figure. He didn't play nice with others. And part of the flip side of his genius and his style was uh, there was also some things with his daughter that happened, whatever. So what I want to do in each of these segments is I want to highlight somebody and try to learn from the good parts and the bad. I don't want it to just be hero worship because that's just lame and boring and you can read any pop nonfiction book to get that. But I want to try to dig into maybe certain types of behaviors you want to learn from so you don't do that. And then certain types of behaviors you want to learn from so you do want to do that or you do want to test that in your own life. All right. So I got three anecdotes here. Let's talk about them. Prior to his return to Apple, it was obvious that the company was in trouble. I wrote an impassioned email to Steve at Pixar, pleading with him to find something else to do with his time. Please, I implored him, don't come back to Apple. You'll ruin it. At the time, I really thought Steve and Larry were just twisting the knife into an already struggling company. As I made my living on Macs, I wanted the company to survive and not be distracted by Steve and Larry's games. Shortly thereafter, Steve emailed me. He explained what he was trying to do and that he was trying to save Apple. And then he wrote the words I'll never forget. You may be right, but if I succeed, remember to look in the mirror and call yourself an asshole for me. Consider done, Steve. I could not have been more mistaken. This was Michael Smith. October 24th, 2012. And I maybe this was the guy that was running Apple. I don't really know who Michael Smith is, but he sounds like he was either a board member or maybe the CEO of Apple. I mean, the lesson for this is kind of like not every person, jobs included, was just straight up jerk and straight up this. Like most people are complex. They have different sides. They respond in different situations in different ways. Sometimes they plead and sometimes they beg and sometimes they tell you this is how it's going to be and they take a hard line. Here's another anecdote. The last time I saw Jobs was by chance in the courtyard at Apple headquarters three and a half years ago. I was there with my older son, then 15, to have lunch with an Apple friend. My son is a big Apple fan and user. By chance, we saw Jobs was walking along by himself, pecking away at his iPhone. I said hello, as did he, and he then took my son aside to chat for several minutes about technology and thinking large. My son was wrapped. It was a gracious thing for Jobs to do with no payoff for himself. He later emailed me about the joys of parenthood. While Jobs was tone deaf at times, he wasn't a jerk. And this is from Icon of the Valley, A Personal Appreciation of Steve Jobs by David Kaplan, October 11th, 2011. And I think that's a good contrast to the anecdote before. This is what we don't see about 
people, especially public figures. We might see whatever the media wants us to see, however they're portrayed in a movie, you know, however they're portrayed in an article. It's always a short glimpse and a short peek into a life that has potentially millions and millions and millions of examples of behavior and ways of being and actions and words and this and that. There's just so much that goes on in human life. I mean, think about your own life. If on your worst day, somebody wrote an article about something you did and then a million people read it, like, would you think that's fair and objective? Obviously not. This is also kind of a reminder of just how destructive and dangerous media can be in general and how it is always a spotlight on a very singular point. And if you believe whatever the media is conveying or communicating, you're probably going to, I know you're going to have a limited worldview. I know that. We know that. We can just look at it. (laughs) We, We can look at how bad media is and see that. All right. Last one. I once forwarded an email from Steve Jobs to a friend, adding a snarky comment. Steve's reply informed me that I replied, not forwarded. This means that he replied to the email that Jobs had sent with his snarky comment rather than forwarding it to someone else as he intended. Steve was extremely cool about it. He said he'd been emailing far worse things accidentally and many not so accidentally. And this is um, an anecdote I found online on Twitter, October 11th, 2011. Now think about someone who's a polarizing figure like Jobs who could blow up on people and he would berate them and he would give them honest feedback and he would tell them the work, their product or the company or this was just complete shite. He would say that stuff all the time. There's a ton of anecdotes to this. He also at the same time tended to respond to hostility pretty well. It's kind of interesting how that is. You would think someone that is outwardly aggressive towards other people would just blow up and respond anytime did the same to him. But what you find is people that are like that They tend to respect when someone else comes at them, especially somebody like Jobs that had this kind of cult-like following where most people were afraid to really tell them what he thought. So he was the type of guy that if he's yelling at you in the face and you start yelling back at him, he probably would just calm down, nod his head and talk with you. And I've noticed this myself in my own life. Sometimes if I'm getting worked up and I'm doing saying or, you know, arguing or kind of being a pain in the ass and like, let's say Allison, for example, gets pretty angry and just snaps back at me. Sometimes I just kind of like, Shrug my shoulders like, okay, you know, like it's kind of like it's respect. It's kind of like um, it snapped me out of it, you know, and I mean, sometimes I respond back. So I, I can't say that like always, right? Again, we're imperfect creatures and we have averages. We have a status quo, but we all kind of do things we regret and we all do things that are amazing and everything in between. So these are a few short anecdotes about jobs. I want you to think about somebody like jobs as someone who, you know, has really, really polarizing features. So on one end of the spectrum, he's over here. And on the other end of the spectrum, he might be over there. And then everything in between. And you want to try to, on the negative end of the spectrum, for whatever that is for you, always be working on bringing that up to a higher level. And then on the positive end of the spectrum, always try to accent your strengths, make them even stronger. And we can learn from people like this because it's likely you have some perception of jobs. Maybe you think he was a complete jerk. Maybe you think he was a genius, whatever. And there's everything in between. And wherever your perception is, when you learn these stories like this, it forces you to kind of wake up a little bit. And anytime you can pierce your own bias or your own beliefs, even on something as minute seeming as like your perception of a dead guy that ran Apple computer, (laughs) it actually helps you think better, more critically because it steps you outside of your confirmation bubble. And the more you can do that, the more you can challenge things you think you know, even if they're not strongly held, it's kind of a gateway. It's a path towards doing that with bigger things. 
And the secret in life, I can tell you right now, the secret in life is challenging your belief system as much and as often as possible and taking in new information as much and as often as possible. So that's it for this Better Human Story segment. Get in the Better Human newsletter over at Colin.coach and support the show. Head over to wildfoods.co, better foods and supplements from real foods, obsessively sourced, extremely high quality foods and supplements. Wild CEO over 12% off your entire order. I'll see you in the next one. Yeah.